So what happened was that I, uh, I, I rented out my apartment uh, to move uh, to be able to move into the bunk room of this house. So I lived with, I basically changed my 55 square meters to a bottom bunk bed uh, in in this shared room with five other people, and uh, I loved it. <laughs> Welcome to the Humans Inside the Pods with Morgan O'Learon, a podcast exploring the power of community, one conversation at a time. Welcome to episode 25 with Ludwig, a tech entrepreneur who describes himself as an introvert and yet left his 55 square meter flat for a bunk bedroom full of strangers. Five years later, he's back to his own space and shares his experience. Little side note, my dog really wanted to be interviewed. So if you hear loud breathing in the background at some point, that's my puppy Zuko. Sorry about that. Let's just dive in. <laughs> I um, I'm Swedish, but not boring, as my Tinder profile says. Um, no, but I <laughs> I'm um, uh, so I used to live with uh, Yumo in um, this co-living house. Fantastic, lots of people. Um, and um, before that, I was actually sitting in a sauna in um, uh, a slightly smaller, but yet so cozy uh, co-living house in Gamla Stan, Sweden, Stockholm, uh, where I was one of 12 entrepreneurs living together in something called House 24. And we were sitting in the sauna dreaming about how can we create this co-living experience that we were uh, living and how can we you know allow more people around the world to to do that and and secretly I guess we all wanted to travel and be able to live in similarly amazing places all, all around the world so um, we were dreaming about this in the sauna and uh, and then uh, through uh, mainly Lisa who is uh, the uh, the fantastic person behind who's 24 um uh we uh, we found this contract of um uh, what came to be tech farm this uh, bigger co-living house on Östermalm in stockholm for i guess 45 50 people or so mm. where we met um and uh, well aside from where i live <laughs> i'm um, um I, I guess i would call myself a techie uh, entrepreneur. I I like creating things, especially in software. Um, happens to be a passion, and uh, I'm currently uh, running a chatbot platform that I built last year, and also consulting as a developer at uh, at one of the unicorns here in Stockholm. Cool. Um, yeah. Nice. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Um, so you start your story in House 24, but do you want to tell us, did you, how did you end up there in the first place? Well, that's a very good question, actually. It's, uh, it's quite random. And um, I, so I guess to backtrack a little bit, um, no, I won't backtrack all the way. <laughs> that would be boring. It, and long story. Uh, no, but so I used to run a startup um, back in 2013. It was called uh, Spontano. And 
our aim was to make the world more spontaneous. Or we wanted to start with Stockholm, which tough is crowd. a very tough crowd. People are very planned and um, frankly, not very outgoing. And if you were like me, a misfit slash someone who doesn't plan so much, it was really hard to find people to do things with and things to do. So we tried to solve that. And uh, and by doing uh, by creating a marketplace for things to do in the last minute, uh, so that was um, uh, that was my first real, uh, well, the, the, technically my second. But uh, after working a year, I, I resigned from Klarna to to start this company with my brother, and it uh, um, well basically it was three fantastic years, but it was very 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 hard. Uh, we didn't really have enough money. Um, we didn't raise money. Uh, instead, we relied on soft funding. And it's, you know, we, we tried to change behavior of consumers to be more spontaneous. And it takes time. And uh, we didn't really have time. Uh, so, so I think that uh, we, I mean, now it's actually doing quite well. We sold the company and now, now it's doing fine except for this pandemic that happened to kill the event space. Of course. But uh, three years in, I was a bit burned out and we were not doing well. We didn't have any money left. So uh, after really, you know, kind of questioning what should I do with my life, I came home and decided to, uh, I, I couldn't keep, keep, keep doing that. I had to quit and do something else. And I was very worried because my life had been this company for three years and uh, I had uh, given up on relationships and uh, my health, unfortunately, um, as well uh, for the startup. And then um, to not to not pursue it would uh, it just felt impossible to to see what what could life be without this. But then I was uh, so I was single at the time. Um, and um, I matched with this this girl, uh, Michelle, and um, we had a very nice kind of vibe going. And then she said, oh, why don't you come over? We have a party. And I said, well, of course. Spontaneous. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, a first date. Um, so, so I, and she invites me to this address in, in, in Old Town. And I'm like, that's weird who lives there. But so I come there and um, it's, um, it's, it's a huge party in this fantastic uh, 16th century uh, old uh, townhouse in the central uh, of Old Town Stockholm. And uh, me and Michelle, we quickly friend zone each other, but I fell in love with the, the house and, and kind of the whole vibe that it was, uh, that it had. Uh, also realizing that I actually had friends who had lived there before. And so what happened was that I, uh, I, I rented out my apartment uh, to move, uh, to be able to move into the bunk room of this house. So I lived with I basically changed my 55 square meters to a bottom bunk bed uh, in, in this shared room with five other people. 
and uh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, I'm stopping you here. What's the thought yeah. process here? Like 55 square meters of your own for a bottom bunk bed. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah, actually, I think I started in the top. I guess you usually do that. So it's like a picking order, like you would mm. have in a frat house. Um, but uh, yeah, what was the thought process? I think that um, for me coming out of the startup that had been my life, uh, I, I, I just thought that, wow, this is fantastic. This is exactly what I need, all this, you know, entrepreneurial, uh, young fantastic people and to be able to yeah just get to know people and and find uh, hmm. yeah i think i think i was mostly after the vibe i guess of of just the the, the finding a spark again in my life and and the mm -hmm. house was uh, it felt like a perfect you know it, it almost felt like it was meant to be i mean i don't believe in faith i i believe more in you know, taking opportunity as they present themselves. And, and I think this was really, a, you know, an opportunity I had to take. And I knew I could always go back to my apartment. So I wasn't really risking a lot. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was still, I guess, a pretty big move that most people were like what <laughs> right yeah because really? i mean if you tell people that you have your own place and that you're gonna go in a room with five people in bunk beds the, yeah it's it's a shock i think yeah how did yeah. your family react or your friends i mean i think they were all puzzled but i think that they had maybe stopped uh, being uh, surprised especially my family um, since i had been on a you know what i think it's it all, it all started with me quitting my job and then um, yeah. just kind of venturing out outside my comfort zone stretching mm -hmm. it as as far as i could so i think this was still in line with that but uh, mm. uh, yeah definitely you know uh, and even people in the house were a bit surprised that you know uh, oh you're so you have an apartment <laughs> um, but uh, i was i mean i was not the only one who was in that situation kind of trying out this new concept of living yet having another place to be there yeah. were a few other people that also had that and so how long did you stay in that house so i think it was two and a half years wow. uh, in tops and uh, i uh, so i started out in this top bank and then eventually i got or quite quickly i got the bottom bank I think someone was sympathizing with me because I'm quite tall and I just couldn't fit up there. And uh, and then I was very lucky to also get a room quite fast, three months in. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the rooms are really, um, they're a bit more expensive than the banks, but uh, they're really sought after. And uh, um, it's, it's on... Uh, it's like the, long, the longer you've stayed in the house, the, then that's the picking order for whenever mm. a room gets available. So uh, you have to you have to be lucky or <laughs> endure. <laughs> yeah. But some people love the bunks, and you know they 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 don't need as much uh, private space uh, or 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 any for that matter. Yeah. And uh, prefer to to live on a budget and the central location. So 
I think it was just for me as an introvert, not even having a door to close behind me was, was tough. Yeah, so you define yourself as an introvert and yet you were seeking that, that many people around you. Yeah, I don't think I maybe knew what I was in for, but, and it was certainly not easy. Uh, I think in hindsight, uh, I mean, now I've lived in my apartment again in for two years after then doing these two and a half years in, in Old Town and then I think two years in uh, in Tech Farm as the mom. And now I've been two years in my apartment and I realize that uh, I'm probably doing better now than I was actually living in these places. Even though I, I loved it at the time and I'm so glad I did it, I just see that if I have if I have more 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 free time or more alone time, then I can I can just be more um, more energetic and be more uh, I guess happy in social settings. Um, and and I think also being more in control of my social life is something that I appreciate coming out. Um, okay. Interesting. I'm having the, the opposite realization, uh, not living there anymore, but, um, okay. maybe it goes in phases. I mean, um, um, yeah, I mean, I did it for five years, so it was, it was a long time. And That's true. I've, I've considered maybe finding a smaller collective or even starting one with a few people that I you know, kind of um, know that I roll with, um, um, because I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I mean, there, there are many times that I do find it lonely and uh, that I wish I had more people around me. I mean, one of the fantastic things about living with people is that, you know, you go up on a Saturday morning and there's people in the kitchen and you can just have you know a chit chat while you're having coffee and then you can go on your own mission so there's like this baseline of social that is is almost always there and so that's that's fantastic but it's also i mean on the flip side of that coin is that once you take that for granted then you might not have the same incentives to to get out of your shell and to actually proactively seek other social uh, uh, social things. So I, I found myself losing a bit contact with people outside of the house uh, during these years, and uh, it's been two years of kind of regrowing my 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 own social network once I'm uh, once mm. I've been out of it. No, definitely, yeah. And so if we go back to the timeline, so you spend two and a half years in the house and then you have that night in the sauna where you're talking about expanding. Yeah, many nights actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what happened there? Like what, uh, what was the process from house 24 to K9? Yeah, it was, um, I mean, people had big ambitions and, uh, and Lisa who was in charge, she, She's also a, a doer unlike no other. Uh, so we were actually in Almedalen and uh, 
talking to politicians and uh, you know CEOs of the Skanska and you know other construction companies and uh, we 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 got so much positive feedback from uh, from these people and at some time there were a few different municipalities that were almost fighting to to have us uh, to, to, to give us property so that we could build a house with investor money uh, for this uh, for, for this co-living concept. Really? So the ambitions were sky high. At least this is how I remember it <laughs> anyway. Um, but but you know there, we, we had some property in Tabby, I think that uh, uh, and, and we had I think the money was secured as well but then, um, and but then this 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 uh, property on Estomalm uh, showed up, and uh, one of the investors actually had the rental contract of it uh, already, and it wasn't it had been a hotel, but then it wasn't used like that, and mostly standing empty. So it 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 just became a very it was not what we were dreaming for, but it was still a very good prototype. A proxy for how it could be to to grow yeah. this concept. It was convenient. I mean, building a house from zero is <laughs> a lot of work. Obviously, uh, what we did now was, or they mostly was re renovating it and uh, making sure the social spaces were uh, really uh, really cozy. And then, but then every you know most facilities were there already. Uh, we had to build three more kitchens, but uh, there. Uh, all the rooms had already bathrooms and uh, it was kind of ideal already for yeah for, and what for... made you decide to move because you were happy i mean i just assume you were happy where you were move back you mean move to canine you were in house <laughs> yeah do you want the true story <laughs> uh no whatever you're willing to share you're welcome yeah, to live no, but i mean so i <laughs> I mean, it's you live with people and everyone's sort of the same age. So I, I had an ex in House Twenty Four, so it was, um, yeah, it was not ideal to keep living together, and I was not ready to jump back to my apartment. Yeah. So uh, K Nine seemed. Uh, this was, I think, six months after K Nine had opened. I made the jump. Um, right. So, so, so that was the reason. Um, yeah. How was it moving into something that was completely new for everyone? I mean, there were some people that had six months ahead of me, but um, no, it was, it was, um, or, I, I mean, to be honest, I actually, the first, my first year in, in K9, or at least first nine months or so were, not great because I had just come from the very very familiar and um, a nice house 24 and then I felt that I wasn't really I didn't have the same energy coming into K9 as I had house 24 two years prior or three or two and a yeah. half uh, so it was um, yeah it was um, I, I wasn't I spent more time by myself and in my room. I didn't really engage so much in the community the, la the, the first uh, half year. I was also working a lot. I remember I switched jobs uh, around the same time as well. But uh, then 
there was a new kind of batch of people coming in in fall 2000 what was it 17 maybe 18, yeah yeah where i instantly connected with uh, with some new people coming in and uh, i think that that changed it for me then i started really then i wanted to be part of it all of a sudden and and uh, as as most things the the amount of energy put in is kind of proportional to what you get out of it as well so mm. it got a lot better Okay, so two years in K9, do you have any, or in general, in your shared living experience, any big lessons or any learnings? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, where should I start? Um, I mean, I think, I think my biggest personal learning is to, as an introvert, I felt many times that I was in social social settings and I didn't really have energy for it and I um, just kind of being able to identify that in myself and and to be able to withdraw when when I needed to recharge uh, that has been uh, a big a big lesson that took a lot of um, self-evaluation or or i guess just thinking about you know why am i feeling like this why mm. why can't i be uh, in in um, in, a, in a good mode uh, three hours into this social spontaneous wine tasting that someone organized or whatever yeah um, and and i guess trying to set your own limits for for you know what when is social and when is it when is it enough with social mm. um, i mean as a good Example, we had a rule in House 24 that if you were wearing headphones, then you were off bounds. Then you people wouldn't come up and talk to you. And that was a way to just signal that you're in your introvert space and you're you don't want to you're not so so much into chatting. And uh, I think that worked quite well there um, because it was even more in, intimate than um, than house 24 it was it was really living on top of each other mm. uh, but then then you of course would have to you know put those headphones in and actually kind of be okay with being in a social setting where other people might be chatting around but you're you're not and that's also not very easy to to accept so yeah. To establish your own boundaries but then as you say you have to be aware of how you feel and you're not always like that exactly exactly yeah. and um but do you feel like you yeah. you were given or you found the tools to 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 reflect on that in the house or is it something that you felt was kind of a solitary uh journey yeah i think uh I mean, many learnings have come afterwards, looking back. But a lot has also come come uh, during during the living there. So I think I think both, yeah. Mm. yeah. And so after two years, you moved back to your apartment. So that's a total of like two and a, like four and a half uh, years in a shared living situation. Mm. was that i mean i i seem to remember that it wasn't your first choice i mean it, 
now that you're happy here, but it wasn't something <laughs> that you had planned to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So how did you cope with that, having to move back when it wasn't really your decision? Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so without like going into too much detail, so I had to move back because I couldn't rent out my apartment anymore. Mm. So it um, it was a bit of an abrupt ending, but uh, I think that it was timing wise, it was very, it was good timing. It was perfect timing, uh, mm. I think. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a it was a very interesting spring where I spent a lot of time in K9 anyway. <laughs> it was like I wasn't ready to just cut off the navel string. Do you say that navel string? Yeah. So <laughs> I have no idea, but I completely you I know see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the thing, the, your attachment to your um, to what's safe and. I, you know, after living so many years with people, then I, I, I would stop there on the way home from work. I was sort of passing by and I did that for months. And some people were confused that didn't you move out, <laughs> you know? Uh, and uh, so, but it took some time. And I, I also was uh, subscribing to um, cat ads on uh, on uh, on on the block it just because I wanted to I just felt I had to fill the space in my apartment with something and I thought that the cat was uh, a, a good way of doing that so um, do you get a cat no I was close but I I didn't and I think I'm uh yeah no I don't know with this year in hindsight pandemic year it would have been so nice to have a cat honestly but then I would also lock myself to a place in a way that I'm not really comfortable with so hmm. yeah right mm. but how is how is your relationship with the both houses now yeah I mean it's I think it's I think it is quite hard to um to I mean once you're out then you're kind of um out of the of the loop in a way uh, and then you definitely have relations to some people, but I think that an illusion when you're in the house is that you have so many close friends. And I think at least for me, I realized that coming out, it's not, I mean, you don't really have the same natural uh, habit of calling each other and, you know, deciding to go out and have a dinner or you kind of have to relearn that in a way when you move out because it's it's a different thing to just meet at the coffee brewer and just be like oh yeah we're, you know we're going should we go play volleyball you know sitting in my flat in 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 Orsta and being like oh yeah you know I want to play volleyball then I have to plan things and I have to give you know it's a, it's a different game altogether yeah so I think that since you don't have those relations with people that you live with, it's uh, you're going to have to transform that, and that might require a quite strong bond. Um, but I still have, you know, some of my closest friends are still people that has been and 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 are still living. And most have moved out, I guess. But um, um, I think 
And and I, I guess in many cases these these friendships are also really transformed after moving out into something else where you yeah you you, you find a new way to relate to each other. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then so many people come and go as well. So I mean, my um, I have no clue who lives in house twenty four these days. Well, I know of one or two, but so much t- turnover of people so you i guess you're after a few batches or generations then you're yeah you then all of a sudden you don't get invited to the parties anymore and there's some sorrow in that for sure then you know when your last uh, party invitation moves out of the house and uh, <laughs> it's, it's sad but it's uh, it's natural i guess yeah i have a similar feeling as when i went to an exchange you know i did kind of like mm. erasmus i mean it wasn't erasmus but exchange a semester abroad you know and you yeah. live this life that is completely different from your real life or your yeah. life you had back home and then you move back home and everything feels almost like it was not real yeah that's, that's the feeling yeah. i have now being away after yeah 10 months later i really feel like did it ever ever happen like yeah. I'm just like yeah. very confused. Did it? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we're here it? talking, so yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some kind of shared memory <laughs> of something. Yeah. <laughs> but all of this is a little bit depressing. I feel. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there is a bit of a. I think life is great in the co-living houses, but there's even better when you have that experience with you and you. Um, kind of build on top of that and how do you build on top of that Mm, yeah i I guess that's individual but for me it was i mean it's mainly realization realizing things about myself what i what i need Mm. Uh, and uh, just looking back at these years and knowing how how much i challenged myself how uh, how big of a stretch of comfort zone it was and uh, you know all these fantastic people that I met uh, and 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 kind of having that and knowing that I can always I can always come back and be you know an alumni of uh, of these houses and still share a lot with these people that live there now that are experiencing it now do you how do you how do you how do you feel about that yeah, for me, I really, I mean, I think now 10 years, 10 years, 10 months after moving out. <laughs> that's how out, long it feels, isn't right, it? Right, that's how long it feels. <laughs> 10 <really> years. Does. <laughs> I mean, you switched country as well. I mean, that's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's even worse. But I think for me, I've, I'm finally accepting that it's over. Like I've moved out and mm. I need to move on, basically. Mm. Um, but. And so when when did that acceptance uh, come? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. 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 No, okay. very recently. I have to be honest, very recently. Uh, I think honestly, uh-huh. talking to all all of you guys uh, through the podcast has been helping mm-hmm. uh, because I get everyone's opinion and feedback and learnings, and it's it's helping me sort out my own feelings, right? Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, so this is uh, this is really therapy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford a psychologist, so I'm just 
figure out what's the easiest, cheapest way. Just great. get a Zoom account. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think for me, the one thing that I'm taking from that experience, I mean, I'm taking a lot of things, but the, the main thing would be that I don't want to leave alone anymore. And by alone, I mean, even with a partner, I don't want to leave just the two of us. Cat. Uh, we have a dog, uh, <laughs> but that's still not enough. Uh, oh, so that's, but that's interesting. So you, okay. So you don't want to just live in a couple. No. Wow. But okay. also maybe because I've done that before, right? So before mm. I moved to K9, I lived with my partner mm. for about probably eight years, just the two of us. Yeah. Uh, and I have that experience and I, I think I would be much happier around people, having my partner, obviously, and yeah. having our private space. But I, I, I mean, I've, I've said that three episodes in a row now, but it's like the, <laughs> this, this idea of asking from your partner what you usually, or what people used to ask from a village, right? And it's like, we're putting so much expectation and so much pressure on each other nowadays when we're in a couple. And it's about having close relationship with other people yeah. that can give you things that your partner can't necessarily yeah. like always give you because we're not always in sync and we're not the same mm. people and mm. we need different things. And it's crazy to think that that person is going to oh, fit everything yeah. that you want. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just know that, I mean, I've seen myself now for the past 10 months and I'm a much happier, more open-minded and calmer and more creative person when I'm around people, but not, not in a regular setting of, oh, let's just go and grab a coffee. I need mm. the constant, yeah, knowing that there's people around that live mm. with me, that I get to know, that I go deeper with. Mm. It's very interesting because I think that we have had almost the opposite experiences, it seems, coming out of uh, Tech Farm. That's because awesome. I find that, I find that, I mean, it's not probably only the, it's not only canine, it's also the fact that I quit my job and I, you know, uh, I found a, a, a nicer way of spending my time, I guess, but it seems, oh, I lost the thread. Um, no, but it seems like we, I mean, I've, I feel like I've become a better version of myself with more me time. Mm. Um, whereas you're describing it the opposite way. Yeah, completely. I, uh, I, I, okay, it's gonna sound harsh, but I do not like the person I am now. Well, I mean, you're fun to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, but um, yeah, no, I, but I, I, I definitely see what you mean. Mm -hmm. But then, I, I mean, you also did a, a bigger move than I did. Uh, you did switch country and. Uh, um, yeah, I switched country and I've been in lockdown for and, uh, what lockdown. seems <laughs> a year. <laughs> Might be related. I don't know. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. uh but i do know i do know one thing is that i i want to pursue some like my 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 goal for mm. the near future is to 
to create some kind of community around me and not just having friends. Mm. That's number one goal, <laughs> making friends mm. here. Mm. But um, I wanna I wanna live with my friends. Yeah. I mean, if I could choose, I would live with some of my best friends that I've met at K9. But yeah. it seems like I need to make new friends here. Which is I find which I find extremely difficult. I also think that K9 robbed me of the ability to make new friends because it was yeah. so easy in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I mean, I'm totally with you and uh, I, I'm totally with you. It's um, just just the fact that you bump into the same people all over and over without, no, with zero effort uh, makes a huge difference. Mm. I mean, if we bump, if, if I bump into someone here in, in my, I don't know, local cafe or I have to consciously act on that to, to meet again usually. I mean, the chances of bumping into each other again is just so small compared to if you live together. Yeah, and I mean, even if you do, when you bump into someone in the house, you assume that that person is in the house because they want to live with other people. Mm. So there's not this awkwardness of, if you bump into someone in a cafe, should I talk to that person? Should I go say hi? Do they want to be talked to right now? Mm. Is this, yeah. you know, all this kind yeah. of like overthinking relationships yeah. is coming yeah. back. Yeah. But it feels like there's a lot of people, um, at least in my circles, that has similar, similar, um, similar <laughs> is the word I'm looking for, uh, similar um, uh, ways of looking at it as you. Uh, perhaps being in a stable relationship and valuing privacy enough or you know enough space for you to have your own life but then still having social around you and and um, you know there's been so many different constellations trying to create small villages or you know buying apartments in the same house or area um, buying a bigger place together and sharing it or renting one. Um, so I think that a lot of people are realizing these things, which is a good, uh, yeah, no, think, definitely. good trend. Yeah. But how do you see yourself um, in the future, living, living in the future? Living in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, <laughs> no, I've been thinking about um, that quite a bit, actually. And uh, I think that it's, uh, I think that I have to, even though I miss living with people, I, I, I need to acknowledge the fact that I uh, am kind of liking my current situation. And Sweden has, you know, had a very uh, kind of unique smooth ride through the pandemic but even though you know i've spent most of last year sitting at this very desk looking at this very computer um by myself and i have enjoyed it <laughs> so parts of me you know i think that you know that, that, that might be unique for me but it's um uh, I think that the, you know the, the introvert space is important for me. But then, you know, if I could choose to, um, to to have people in my close vicinity that I that I like hanging out with, I would totally go for that. 
uh, and I'm not exactly sure how, um, but I'm super glad that I just, you know, the last two months have uh, found uh, two neighbors in my uh, close area that I have started hanging out with. And I don't know if this is due to the pandemic and just spending more time here or if it's chance or just being open to, you know, opportunity as it kind of lands in my lap. But I think that's fantastic because for me, going over to 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 one of these neighbors, neighbors-ish, is a matter of five minutes walking, which is completely, you know, it changes it completely from uh, from from taking the train to town yeah. to seeing someone, and uh, of course, it's still not comparable to walking five meters and knocking on your 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 neighbor's door or just yelling someone's name or whatever. Uh, but it's yeah yeah of course that's it's it's a very nice thing if you can combine these two things. I think mm. Mm. yeah definitely. Is there anything you should, um, we should have uh, gone over that we haven't? Um, no, I don't think there's anything I have on my mind. Um, I think it was, um, no, I think co-living is a fantastic concept and I think people should try it. And I think that most people that has tried it, they've done it as in a sort of involuntarily way almost where they've been students and the most affordable housing has been in corridors. Um, I think choosing to be in a co-living, you know, having more of an active choice is, it changes people's attitude uh, a whole lot. So it's, um, it's really a, a, a really nice experience mm. to try and perhaps not for all your life, uh, but uh, for a few years, for one year. Um, yeah, I, I thought of a question experience. actually, uh, just related to that, is that do you think it's a transition? It's more of a transitional situation mm. in life. Mm. I mean, I, I think that very few people would like to spend their life in a place like K9. Uh, with such a big turnover of people and you know I, I I think that for most people I would guess um, a bit more stability would uh, make sense and I think I think a good practical example is Villa 24 which is this extension of house 24 that some of the oldies from um, the people that I used to live with in house 24 what seven years ago or six years ago and you know after living in house 24 for i think five years they decided to that they wanted something bigger where they could have more space many of them had partners at that time someone had a dog and so they found a huge villa uh, in a suburb and they uh, for rent so they they basically uh, found a new co-living concept that was, you know, th th gave them a bit more space. They they had closer to nature as well, uh, but still, you know, li continuing living together mm. with people. Yeah, I think that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that what you want? That's exactly what I want. Yeah. yeah.
just need to figure it out here, I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Solve the uh, the here problem first. Yes, maybe. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. but um, then if you haven't, if you don't have anything on your mind that you would like to share, I guess we can um, we can close with my last question that I ask everyone. Oh wow! Okay, I could have prepared. Yes, you could have prepared. <laughs> well, I don't know what it That's is. That's also how I know if people are listening to the podcast or not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so okay. the question is, what makes a home for you? Oh, I mean, you want to say something profound, right? Um. um recharging maybe okay yeah like a, the space <laughs> I mean, where for, you can recharge my phone yeah <laughs> that is very profound where Thank i you. can charge my phone <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i mean from uh, from an energy perspective i guess uh, to to charge my batteries so that i can again venture out into the unknown and scary world you saved it nice <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you so much Ludwig for doing this yeah, thank you for having me that was the humans inside the pods with Morgan O'Learon make sure to join our mailing list so you don't miss an episode link in our bio